Danny Wright. We are Color Scheme. The most dynamic mother and son pair. Talking on topics like entrepreneurship, personal development, being your personal best, navigating corporate America, you name it. We got you. So join us, listen to these episodes. We got something for everybody. This is the best podcast out. If you listen to it, you will win. Boom. Color Scheme. Back. Color Scheme. It's time to continue the movement. We are so many episodes in now, yes, picking up traction. Yep. And, yep. you know, as we continue to, to do this and we think about, again, you know, this, this next, the end of the year, the end of 2020, right? right? Like we've yep. continuously visited this topic of 2020 and how all these different factors have culminated to people really having a lot of confusion and figuring out what to do next in yep. their careers, what to do next in their lives, um, in their lives personal mm-hmm. and both professional, yep. and how, you know, our election is is going to to factor into all those different components. Right. And so, I don't know, Mom. You know, with the, it, it could go either way, it's looking yeah, like. Yeah, and I think there's a, there's a lot of things to consider. There's a lot of things to think about. I think, you know, we're, we're, we've been in this mode of, like you said, revisiting kind of where we're going to go in our careers. Do we start a business? Do you do something with that new hobby to expand it? You know, all, all kinds of things are going on in people's heads. And the election and where we are in 2021 can drive change in a whole completely new direction. And I think it's important for us to talk about what that means for people and what kinds of things they should be paying attention to now to prepare, um, you know, given that they are already thinking about making shifts in their careers and their lives and what this new normal looks like for them overall. So absolutely. And and from that, in that same standpoint, there's one component where you can look at Trump's past four years and say, these are the different tax cuts he's made. These are the different things he did for corporations versus uh, people. These are the industries that he he um, you know he cared about more. Right. And using those different components to say, all right, this is how I may want to line up the next few opportunities in my life. Yeah. Versus Biden, who has a much clearer um, framework for what his right. presidency will look like because he needs to be transparent because he wasn't in office. Right. So it needs to be like, hey, this is his plan, this is plan. in relation to healthcare, in relation to to taxes again, yep. in relation to the support for businesses yeah and looking at those two and saying okay if this person wins these are my yeah. opportunities if this person wins these are my opportunities yeah. and with the election like right around the corner yeah you know it's it's an interesting time yeah and i think you know when we we think about jobs if we if we you know stay right there on topic and where people want to go with respect to do you want to change jobs do you want to change industries do you want to enhance your career and make more money all of those things really are important in alignment to things like how much would you be paying for health care? How much would you now be taxed? Paying attention to all those things. Like that's an, it's, it's an important factor because a lot of people that are thinking about changing careers might be starting at kind of the ground floor or kind of where they are. So where does that impact you when it comes time for taxes? You know, because we, we know that right now under the Trump administration, the corporations, the, uh, the, the you know, I'd say the people that are making, you know, up uh, 50, uh, uh, 500,000 and above, the millionaires, the people that are really, you know, pretty independently wealthy and have, have established themselves in a place where they are on the, I say higher top uh, echelon of uh, income, 
they're receiving significant tax cuts when it comes to the middle class, lower class, and, and people that are making uh, much less than that, than, than uh, the sort of the, the large scale uh, 1% and, and, and folks in that income bracket, they're, they're not gonna benefit from the tax cuts in the same way. And that's why it's important to, to really do your own research and yeah. invest in your own personal development. Because if you look at Trump's tax cuts, you know, the past four years and, and what he's potentially planning the next four years, it, it's very easy for us to look at it from a lens of, you know, the, the middle class or the, the, the top 1% right. is benefiting, oh my goodness, this is horrible. Right. Instead of saying, hmm, what, what can I do personally? Yeah, what right. can what I do personally to, to elevate? And yeah. one, one way I would say is starting your own business, yeah. right? There's a lot of articles. I mean, there's, I mean if, if people are paying attention, there's a lot of data out there right now that talks about this, this notion of the middle class going away. And what that really means is under you know, the administration that we have now, and not just because of the Trump administration, but just because of the way that the world is going when it comes to economics, people that are kind of in that middle class sort of have a d decision to make. Do they uh, work to, towards making more money so that they can be on that, that top tier? Or you know, if they kind of stay where they are income-wise, it might start to look like the lower class, yeah. mean, meaning income-wise. Not that necessarily they not, that, they, that they're making less right, money, but right. that from you the know, economic view and the way the system looks yep. in relation to yep. what the income for the those classes class is are. The middle class not going to be what it used to yeah. be. And so that's why you know, a lot of people don't understand, like you can set up a, a, a firm, whether LLC, uh, C-Corp, S-Corp, whichever, and utilize that for your own personal benefit. Right. You know, it can be general services, consulting, and you live yeah. your life almost through that entity because yeah. when you do that, you get more tax credits for, yep. you know, food and business expenses. Yep. You know, if you look at yep. Trump's tax bills, you'll see that he gave more uh, tax credits for or tax deductions for, you know, buying equipment right. and automotive expenses. Things to keep your business right. Yep. You look at he cut, you know, um, corporate capital gains to 15 yep. percent and the next term he's looking to do that up to 20 percent right and so thinking about how those different factors you know can be yeah. implemented in your own life and how your own individual expenses living expenses you know can be write-offs from a right. corporate standpoint is is something that people really need to look yeah. into because if you're thinking about your life in the way that you always have and you're you know just making a living and you're not thinking about more possibilities and different ways that you can manage that in in the same sense of a business then you might find yourself um struggling a bit yep. to to make it when when you're not able to benefit from the tax cuts that you may have had years ago so you really have to be paying attention to that kind of stuff because it might cause you to struggle you know yep. when you didn't expect that to be the situation and understanding like in a very general sense what's the difference between a tax cut I mean, a tax credit and a tax deduction, right? Yeah. Because they're two different things. Yep. One says that you're making less money, and so therefore your deductions are different. Another right. deduction is a fixed amount, right. you know, regardless of your income class, right? And so understand those components yep. and also looking into whether it, it, it makes more sense for you to do your own taxes or get an accountant right. And when you do said, it. When you talked about the tax credits, it's important for people to understand 
what tax credits happen under the, the differences in the administration. So we get tax credits for childcare, uh, for dependent expenses, for education, for all kinds of things. Those things change. Actually, they don't just change under the administration every four years. They actually change slightly a bit every year. Yeah, throughout, it, you know, during the course of the administration. Year. Exactly. So you have to, so just overall, you should be paying attention to that because I think one thing that people experience, they get the shock of their lives sometimes when, when they start uh, filing their taxes. And they're like, wait, I used to get this much money back because of these credits or um, I was expecting to get this or arrive at this place when that has changed. And those changes were coming along the years. It's not really a surprise. I mean, people are surprised when they file their taxes and then discover that. But if you're paying attention throughout the year, you can go to IRS.gov. They post it. It's there. So it's there throughout the year where some of those changes are going to be. And then one other thing that people also don't factor in is interest rates. Right. Like and especially looking at this year and the economic downturn that we're receiving because of COVID, you know, the Fed changes the interest rate policies they have, which affects the amount of money that they loan to banks, which affects the amount of money that they loan to us. Right. Right. And that also factors into how much you should be saving. Should you be putting more money into your savings? Should you be putting more money into an investment account? Should you put more money into like a Roth IRA or a retirement account? And thinking about how those factors change from year to year and over the course of the year. You know, they really depend on how you can elevate and create more opportunities for yourself. Yeah, and you know, some employers actually do a decent job of sharing that kind of information yep. with uh, with their staff and their employees when it comes to changes in benefits because some of the things that you mentioned, even with healthcare and, and some of the different deductions and how that shifts throughout the year, employers, employers will make employees aware of some of those changes. And um, I think it's important to pay attention to all of that, like you said, throughout the year because it really shapes where you put your money because you can always shift and change you can decide that now you're going to pay more in taxes or you're going to um, like you said invest in like the uh, interest rates are higher for long-term investments so let me switch to that let me pull some money out here and put it there right or simply just saving or changing the way you know you allocate money to different accounts you know a lot of people that work in different jobs you know, very often we, when we think about just saving in general, it's like, oh, I got to put some money to the side. But if you create a separate account where, yep. you know, every single time you get your direct deposit, you have an automatic amount that you're saving that goes to yep. this account that you don't even touch or look at. That helps you. That helps. Mm-hmm. And you can do that for, again, an investment account with like TD Ameritrade or, right. you know, Charles Schwab. Or you can do that to a regular bank account, yep. depending on the accessibility that you need for it. Yeah. So there's so, so many different ways that you can do it. But I think the point is paying attention to it. You have to pay attention to what's happening so that it doesn't appear to be a surprise come tax and filing season. So a lot of the debates have already passed, you know, you know, with vice presidential debate, presidential debate and, you know, the other one was canceled. But those are typically times when you can learn a little bit more about, you know, the president's policies, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's important for I mean, obviously, everyone kind of already has you know, who they're going to vote for in right. their mind at this point, right. right, with the election right around the corner. But at the same time, taking the time to go into both presidential candidates' websites and kind of prepare yourself, yeah. right? It comes down to preparation and really beginning to take ownership of your life yeah. and the the different the different avenues that it can take depending on swings like that. And right. not just from a presidential level, but also from a local level yeah. and a state legislature level, yep. you know, yep. because there's Senate races coming up. There's, you know, uh, district, yeah. you know, district attorney races, think all those different things and all those different factors determine what we can do and how, you know, we can can elevate in a right. way. And 2021 is going to be a monumental year for a lot of people. But yep. at the same time, for a lot of other people, 
it's not going to look too great. Right, right. And I think it's, it's you know, you were talking about um, going to the websites, finding out more about the candidacy and what their, their platforms are that they run on and what what's important to them. Um, one of the things that I, I want to just, you know, mention to, to folks, because I think it's, it's important on the healthcare um, position. And, and I think that that's another area that I think is a huge surprise to people with respect to health um, and what the differences are in the administration. One of the things that um, we know from the um, Trump administration is they've been working to um, change sort of the state of health care and, 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 and tweak uh, or, or do, do without um, what was Obamacare, which was really the Affordable Care Act that was passed many years ago. And under the Biden administration, I'd say it's sort of a remix to, to the Affordable Care Act. And the important aspects of that is, I think with respect to health and where you are health-wise right now, and not just your physical health, your mental health, all of the different aspects of your health being, you need to really be paying attention to the differences in the administration and what is provided as far as coverages and what the um, healthcare providers. They're like black and white. They're just they're, like, it's like flip, flipping yourself very, upside very down. Different. It's like they're flipping very, it upside down. And, um, you know, things like, um, and, and I know this, this came out in the vice uh, presidential debate, but things like um, pre-existing conditions. How important is that? When you are, if you are someone that is, has a condition and you are sick, then you really need to make sure that you're paying attention to the different parties and what they are actually proposing are provided as part of health care. Or if you're someone who is, you know, if you're always healthy and you don't have any, any kind of significant health issue, maybe that's not something you care that much about. But I think if either way, that's another just uh, aspect of these, these different sort of platforms to pay attention to because you don't want to be surprised by a benefit that you thought was going to be there that is no longer there. And now you're trying to figure out what to do, especially if you're not at that top percent when it comes to your income, because now you may have some out-of-pocket expenses that you need to be paying attention to and, and actually providing for when you thought you might have been saving for something else. Yeah. So all of these different aspects of the, the two different campaigns um, really affect your, your life, your livelihood overall. So it's, you know, taxes, healthcare, all these things need to be paid attention to. Yeah. And, and it really comes down to, to forward thinking, you know, yeah. from, from, yeah. from my perspective. Like, I, I think that you really have to think about what's going on right now. What are the problems that's happening in the economy? And thinking about, you know, thinking proactively about yeah. how the government are going to try to create solutions to do that. Right. 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 And, you know, we just saw, you know, um, uh, Congress and, you know, Trump go back and forth about a new coronavirus Tax yeah. relief, right? And yeah. Trump's like, nope, I'm walking away from that. Like, we're right. going to wait after the election. And thinking about, like, some of the problems, again, we know that not only did has unemployment skyrocketed, so many small businesses from the coronavirus are closed. Yeah. And, I mean, you can look around in your city. Impacted. You can look around in your city and see that, right? Like, in yeah. D.C. specifically, you can go around and you see a bunch of restaurants are closing, a bunch yeah. of event spaces, clubs, commercial, you know, uh, companies and commercial spaces are closing. So what does that mean? From my lens, it means that, you know, the next year, the government's going to be thinking about how can we create yeah. more small businesses? How can we put people in positions to start more businesses yeah. for themselves? So, you know, I would start looking into the SBA website. I would be like, yeah. what, what's, the, what's the SBA going to do in terms of funding new businesses, creating new accelerators, you know, trying to put money into creating new incubators so that people can begin to start new businesses? And again, right. thinking about, you know, we've talked about this on, a, on another episode, thinking about how your personal brand can fit into creating a business. Yeah. If you're somebody that's doing small services for people, 
um, you know, on a regular basis, be, like based on what you're doing for your own job, like whether it's graphic designing yep. or accounting on the side or consulting on the side, like yep. you should think about setting up your own company yeah. to do that under so that you can, you know, take advantage of some right. of these different, um, you know, funding streams that are going to come about even if they aren't here yet. Yeah, and I think it's important. You mentioned the the uh, SBA, the Small Business Administration. It's important to start looking at that right now yeah. and kind of seeing what they're doing. Because even when the CARES Act was passed, they immediately uh, shifted and created some programs, and then all that stuff just presented itself on the website. And what happened then was companies that were able to apply for um, that benefits package that actually gave you know the paycheck protection programs and others in place to keep these businesses going. That happened very quickly, and that money also ran out very quickly. So not only do you need to be paying attention to sort of what the trajectory might look like, you have to be prepared to apply and act fast. Yeah. Because the other thing that, that's one thing that people didn't know. They were just like, oh, wow, this is great. Businesses are now going to have all this money, you know, that they can apply for. But they didn't know that the money was going to run out. So some of the companies that applied for that money this year, they may have had a pristine application, but they didn't get it. They didn't get the money because it ran out. So you have to be quick to act. So that means start making sure that your books are, you know, settled now. Start making sure that you have relationships with your banks now. You know, start making sure that you have um, all of your, um, your your documentation for your businesses. All the thing, all those things, you know, sound and documented appropriately now, so that when um, the the floodgates open for you to apply for these new packages, these new benefits, you're able to do it, and you're not scrambling to try to get your documents. And yeah. things together so this is a good time for preparation work i would say that that that's actually something that you know from the standpoint of my companies with darius and troy you know under good like we were we were straight when like all the pvp loans came out and, like the fun exchange like i already had everything <laughs> right, from, a, right. from a financial statement you know perspective we had everything already together and so yep. when it came down to you know applying for a lot of that funding that first came out when 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 COVID hit it was easy. Yeah, all right? you had to do was just apply. And, and that comes down to really navigating your life like a business. Right. Right. It comes down to, you know, being super proactive and responsible in just how you you create um, how you create and how you organize the things you have going on. And yeah. a lot of people don't run their lives like a business, right. which puts them in a hole when opportunities do present themselves because they aren't ready. Yep. They aren't prepared. Yep. To, yeah. to take advantage of that opportunity that prevents itself. Right, right. And I think that's, that's, that's an extremely important point. So one, um, like you mentioned, have, you, you all had your documentation together yep. and you were able to just quickly apply. It's the same thing personally. You know, when you want to apply, if you, you know, have loans or, or different uh, benefits that you want to apply for, you need to have your tax returns, you know, together. You need to have your income statements together. Your W-2s. Those yeah, those are things you should be filing away. And as you get them, so that as soon as you them. need it, right. you got right. it. Right. Right. And then, like you say, watching these interest rates, watching what's happening, because maybe this is a time where you could benefit from lower interest rates on things like credit cards, on your mortgage loans and things like that. But you need to have your documentation yeah. together so that you can be quick about it. And if you're and if you're keeping up with those things then you'll know, OK, you know, interest rates of credit cards just dropped. Let me call my bank and actually right. get them to drop my well, credit see, that's card. That's the other thing is you interest all had rate. a relationship with your bank and you yeah. had, um, you know, relationships with. That's um, something that's super important yeah. because when the first round of, of COVID funding went out, you know, it went to mostly large businesses. Right. So they right? Knew. Like large they corporations. Knew about it quickly. Right. Yeah. And I was one of the first people to apply, you know, as soon as it happened because I had our stuff ready. I was like, oh, we about to get this money. Right now, I applied. <laughs> and then weeks passed and all these companies started getting it. Right. And I was like, hold up, what happened? 
right? And yep. because I had a relationship with my business banker already, right. I called her and, and was a like, relationship with your business banker. Yeah, See, and it's it's important, even if it's. I mean, it's you take your relationship with your business banker should be the same as you just networking, you know, or having a mentor. You should just yeah. be checking in, right? Like, yep. even if yep. you don't have anything to say, just like once a month, hey. What's going on? Just wanted to update you on what we're doing from a business right. standpoint or wanted to check in and see, you know, what's, what's happening with the bank. Y'all got any new policies coming in? Any new, you know, loans y'all looking at? Any new credit card benefits? Anything that I can take advantage of? Yeah. You know, and just keeping keeping tabs with and people. See, people can do that individually. Yeah. And, and it, it, the funny thing is that the banks actually tell you that they want you to do that. Yeah. You know, they post it on their websites. I, I can't even tell you how much uh, email... I get from my banks on, hey, we have this, come in and talk to us. Hey, we have that, call our call center. And it's funny because so because banks time. banks also compete like with one another, and they not do. even from like the a different like different commercial bank standpoint, but from like a branch standpoint. Yeah, you know, because I used to go to the Georgetown branch at PNC. And then, you know, because I started going closer to my office, they'd be like, oh, what's your business? Da, da, da. And then I go to the one at time, oh, what's your business? And everybody asks me what my business right. is and trying to be like, oh, do you have a business banker? Oh, like you come here, you're starting to come here often. Mm-hmm. And like just keeping tabs on that to see like what people can benefit you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's important you. for people to do that just as individuals, you know, outside of the small business or large business space. You can have a relationship, a better relationship with your bank beyond just your checking and savings account and your credit cards and other things in business that you do. They're always providing new services that they want to tell you about, yeah. you know, all the time. Or they, they oftentimes will do away with some services. So that's one thing that I've noticed, too. The banks are, um, there's some services that they had before. This year, they've cut them out. They've rebranded some other services. They've started some new ones. You need to find out all the, you know, all that kind of stuff because maybe now, you know, you were interested in applying for a home equity loan. It's not there anymore. You can't do that with that credit union anymore or with that bank. Yeah. You know, so some of these services and some of these different um, benefits or um, opportunities have gone away and they've rebranded it in different ways. Or you might want to know and understand why they're no longer there. What's happening at the bank? This is the bank that has your money. Find out what's actually happening there that has changed and shifted some of their product offerings. So it's important to have a relationship with your bank anyway beyond just them holding your money. And I can say from personal experience that there was a point in time where I was like, where I was managing, well, I've always managed all the finances, you know, for good. But, you know, I I would look up and be like, wow. I'm managing the business finances better than I'm managing my personal finances, right? Like, like I'm saving more on this on, for the business. I'm creating cash flow insights and cash flow projections and budgets and all right. these things for the business. But my personal finances is just like it's right. like I threw papers in the oh, air and it's just like forget I know. it, like, I know. <laughs> like yep. whatever. And I used to say. You know, I used to say to you, I think I'm a bad adult. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm failing at being an adult, but I'm a great entrepreneur. I'm a great businessman, but like, I'm failing as an adult, just like a, on a personal no, standpoint. You're not failing. You just needed more discipline. And I think a lot of people That's probably right. feel that way, yeah. right? They probably feel like, you know, when it comes to their jobs, they are exceptional, right? right. Like, they come in the office at a certain time, they leave at a certain time, <laughs> they work true. hard all day, right. you know, they're professional in their relationships and they deal with people's BS and like all those different dynamics, they're professional, right? And they're, and then in your personal life, it's, it's a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. Yeah. And so until we begin to like look in the mirror and say, I need to run my life as if yep. the same way I go into the office and, and act yep. professional or I need to run my life in the same standpoint that I would if I was running my own business. Yeah. Like that's what it comes down to. Yep. Right. Like yep. thinking about your bottom line and how much how you're spending, you know, like think about yeah. it from a corporate standpoint. There's a bottom line. Right. You need to save changes. a certain amount. Yeah. 
some of it's small changes too. It really is. You know, but I think, like you said, you have to take a hard look at how you're living, what you're doing, and but I think you know you can you can look at what you're doing at work, those good things, you know, getting to work on time, being disciplined in your being work, organized, being stickies, organized, stickies, stickies for things, things you do, to-do lists. Wait, how can I translate that into my personal life? You're doing it all right. Yeah. It's like you're living a double life. Like, you need to... <laughs> Almost all of us are living a double life. Almost all of us are living a double life in a way. Right, right. right? Like, so you when you know do... you have to do things for yourself on a personal standpoint and your friends ask you to go out for a drink or to, to go and get dinner and you're like... Yeah, why not, right? right? But if you were in the office and your friends was like, hey, come out for a drink real quick or come to lunch, nope. you're like, no, I got stuff to do, right? Like, right. So, right. like, there is a so difference. you're already setting a good example for yourself, yeah. really. You are your best yeah. example, you are. right? You are. And if you're not, then you need to take an even harder look in the mirror <laughs> right. because something ain't right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, and take those necessary steps. And like you said, things like being organized, things like what are you doing with your finances, things like, you know, and we talked about health a few minutes ago. You know, are you taking care of your health? Like, are the all these different things that are part of your life? Like, are you doing them at the you know at the best the best and maximum level that you could? And using yourself as an example, you know, at work. And if you're not doing that so well, really taking a hard look at your entire life and figuring out how you can yeah. do that better. For me. I mean, I've been blessed because I've always had you as a good example. You don't drink. You don't smoke. You don't go out clubbing. <laughs> you never have, right? Like. <laughs> You got you got color coded everything all over the house. Yeah, like you, you know, do all your to do lists. Like wow, you make me sound really. No, nah, you, you do, you do. Like, but you're right, you're right. That's just. But I, but but some of that I will say I will say, um, because I had you so young. You do color coded notes with different I do. pens. Because I had you so young, I had to move myself into a responsible adult quickly. And so in doing that, or at least I wanted to move myself into a responsible adult quickly, I had to be organized. I had to be an organized person so that I could have an organized child. So I needed, I needed to, I needed to be the example for me and the example for you. So that's how, that was my motivation. But I would say some people like me have like great examples right in their face. Right. And so you like run away from me. You like, eh. Oh, yeah, see, it's like, easy I don't want, like, I don't want, like, uh, that's too much. Yeah. Like, you do too much. Like, you too extra. Yeah. Like, it's too but much going right. on. You're right. Like, I, that's how my life has been. It's been very, and so, very organized. You know, I think, I think for people like me who have great examples, whether it's parents, mentors, supervisors, or even friends yeah. that are like that, that are like type A in a way, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that you, that you just kind of like, <laughs> like, eh, right. you know, that you kind of shun, like, you like want to get away from. I think it's important to realize that you always have that example yeah, to come do. back to. You do. Right? You like, we all have someone in our lives who, who are like that. And in moments where we feel like we aren't elevating or we notice a problem in our lives, like, it's important to, to be able to just self-reflect, take a step back, and look back at that example. Because that yeah. example is always there, yeah. right? And it's never too late to kind of take that example and apply it to your life. And you don't have to take all the, those same aspects, right? Like, I don't got to color code no, my notes no, no. And, and do right. these different things. But I can look at, you know, an example of someone that goes to sleep early, wakes up early. Like, maybe I need more structure in my time. Yeah. I can look at somebody that... what does that, life look like for them? What's it getting yeah. them? What are they getting out of that? Because yeah. I think that's the big thing. It's not... I mean, because sometimes I think people admire people just because they're different. Sometimes like, oh, wow, they wow, they get up early. They Wow, they're really organized. But what's it getting them? Mm -hmm. Like, what outcome are they getting from that? Is that getting them ahead? Is that getting them a happier life? Is that getting them... Um, 
I don't know, just a good and, and better quality of life. Like, what's it doing for them? Are they healthier? Like, look at what that life is getting them. And if it's something, you know, if there are pieces from that that you want to adopt, then that totally makes sense. But don't just do it just because it seems like it's cool or interesting for the next person. It really, You really need to figure out, are you where you want to be? Are you doing what you want to do? Are there aspects of your life that you want to enhance? You know, all, this, all that is a part of you kind of cleaning up. Yeah. What you the mess that you might have and figuring out how to propel yourself forward. So. so that really comes down to just asking yourself very simple questions. Like, what do you want? What are your goals? Yeah. And then you can kind of create the framework, you yes. know, to get there. Yes. And when it comes down to people really thinking about, you know, operating their lives like a business to how do I just even simplifying that aspect a little bit more and saying just how do I elevate? A little bit more, whether professionally, whether personally, or how do I att- attain these goals that I've set for myself? Yeah, it, it does come down to one looking in the mirror at your own habits, being a truth teller, what we've often talked yep. about, right? Like being honest with yourself yep. about your discipline, about you know the things you're doing wrong, the things you're doing yeah. poorly, yeah, and also looking at examples around you and kind of taking both of those elements, you know, almost kind of like doing your own self assessment, yeah. And then applying it to your life. And it's, it's hard to create that same type of structure, right? I, yeah. As someone that, you know, that has held myself to a very high standard, you know, year after year, I look at where I'm at and, I, and sometimes I feel like I'm just not there, yeah. right? Like I have these goals in my head of where I want to be, you know, whether from a financial standpoint, from a self-discipline standpoint, and... It's like I'm all. It's like I'm like the little engine that could. You know that I remember you got me that book when I was little. It's like I'm always just like I think exactly right. And I think that mindset is so important. If you continue to like, I think I can. I think I can. Because you're always moving. That little engine was moving. (laughs) But you have to. You have to continue moving. You have to continue pushing, pushing, um, pushing against the mold and like creating these standards for yourself. And you're going to continue to fail. Right. Every day can feel like a failure, yes. but if you keep moving a little bit further yeah. away from that failure, then know that you're making progress. Yeah, it's true because the opposite of that is saying I can't, and then you you're, you're in the same spot. And if you say that you can't, you won't. You'll be right there. Yeah. And you know. And having that having like a positive, optimistic standpoint is is so important because you know I can think about all of the different ways I've wanted to elevate myself. And I'm someone that overthinks, right? So a lot, a lot of people yes, overthink, I know. right? A lot of people <laughs> overthink. And so, you know, for me, I'll be like, oh, I need to write on my wall. I, like, like anybody that's here now, like the, our whole production team, they, they can see like at any given point in time, like my whiteboard's all written up. Like yeah. I need to do this, all these motivational quotes. Or I'll put win the day and I'll slap it on my wall, right? Mm-hmm. And like having like all these little reminders all over the place sometimes can be overwhelming, but the one thing I can say is at least I try, right? right? Like I'll create a calendar and say my four goals of the day is one to exercise, two to meditate, three to read, and four to write, right? Whether it's an hour, 30 minutes, or 20 minutes, if I create a calendar that has those four little bullets every day and I can check off and see what my, you know, what my trajectory towards progress is, I can better hold myself accountable. And thinking about what each of us needs, because no one knows you better than yourself, Again, going back to the truth teller standpoint, yeah. you have to be your own truth teller. Yeah. No one knows what you need more than yourself. And if you can take a step back and think about what type of structures you need, what has yeah. worked best in your life in the past, you know, versus currently, 
then you'll be able to move towards progress a little bit better. Yeah, and you have to give yourself time and space to do that. And sometimes the things that worked in the past might not work quite well for you in the future, given your lifestyle, given your job, given your relationships, given your, you know, whatever it is that's happening in your life. So you have to give yourself the time and space to really do that evaluation and really, you know, plan for those goals and plan for those day-to-day activities, you have to consciously and intentionally give yourself the time to do it. And that comes down to, to making tough decisions again, yeah. right? Like some of us has, have friends that are bad influences, yeah. right? That, that will every Friday and Saturday, you know, nighttime, brunch time, they're like, let's go out, let's yeah. go do this. Right. And, it's hard to say no, especially when you've developed a culture within your friend right, group right. where That's what you, do. you know, if you're someone like me, you're like the, the always the I'm ready to go the, you know, yeah, type of person, guy. right? Party like guy. you got yeah, the party yeah, person. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Some of us are like that. Yeah. And so, you know, it takes a very hard look in the mirror to say, all right, this is an area in my life that I need to change. Mm-hmm. And maybe you set a standard for yourself going back to, you know, setting self-disciplines, maybe it's like, I'm only going to go out every other week now yeah. instead of every week yeah. or, you know, once a month or only on Fridays. It, it comes down to you, but it comes down to making those tough decisions for yourself yeah. and holding yourself accountable to that, right? Yeah. Like, and one of the biggest things is establishing your non-negotiables, Yeah. right? And yep. sticking yeah. to those non-negotiables because yeah. a lot of us have non-negotiables that we don't outwardly speak, but just things that we do or yeah. don't do or will or won't do. And maybe some of the problem is we don't have those non-negotiables. There's some people that just don't have them. Some, like you said, if you know you're going out every night, every weekend, whatever it is, maybe to a point you never thought that that was a problem, but now you're realizing that wow, my finances are kind of jacked because you're spending money every time that you go. Wow, all these different things. Like you have to really, I like what you said about doing that self-assessment. Yeah. Like you have to really look at. If you're at a point where you're realizing that you're not saving money that you want, you don't have the growth that you want, then you have to step back and say, okay, well, what's, what, what's potentially the cause of some of these areas of my life where I'm not improving or I might be a little deficient and figure out what to do about those things. So you have to, to do the evaluation first and then you can step into what those non-negotiables are. Because maybe some of it said, oh, I absolutely can't go out during the week because this is what it's doing to my day. And I'm not able to progress. And I'm not performing well in my job. Or I'm not performing well in school because I'm doing all these different things. So um, you have to give yourself the time to do it. And you have to be honest with yourself about yeah. what it is. But a lot of times, if you pay attention to the, the problem points in your life, then you can dig into what the root causes are. And then you have to be brave and courageous enough to say, all right, I need to do something about those or, things. Or, you know, put yourself in a position where you have to do something that's opposite. Yeah. Like, that wasn't a good example. I mean, that wasn't a good I, explanation, I I, but... I think I get what But here's an example. Here's an example. Right, let's hear it. Here's an example. Let's hear it. Right? Like, a lot of people, a lot of people will, will put, like, barriers or you know, barriers in their way so that they don't do a certain thing. So here's an example, right? Okay. When I was in college, you know, I started working at, uh, I started working at Blue Duck Tavern mm-hmm. um, over at the Park Hyatt in D.C. Yeah, I and the way the shifts work, it was, I was always in the evening shifts and they would be anywhere from like a 3 to 11 shift or like a 5 to midnight, 1 a.m. I mean, yeah, 1 a.m., right? And so one of the things I started thinking about when I thought about like my life as a whole Going out is expensive, mm-hmm. right? Like, it isn't just, oh, I hit the bar or the club at 10 or 11 and I go till 2. It's like, no, I need to eat before because right. I know I'm going to drink, right? I need to, eat it, like, I need to right. eat it like 7 o'clock because I know I'm going to be drinking, 
I gotta go home. I gotta shower. I gotta get ready. Then I'm gonna go to a pregame with my friends to like go out to like start drinking before and socialize. And then I'm gonna go out at like 10 or 11 and be out till two in the morning. And then I'm also, you know, gonna take some time. I'm gonna be hard for me to fall asleep. And then I'm gonna be a little hungover in the morning. So when you think about that <laughs> that standpoint, right? No, no, no. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. When you think about that standpoint, right? Seven, seven p.m. Like to five. I mean, seven p.m. to like two a.m is what like seven hours that's you do that friday and saturday that's about 14 hours that's almost two full work days yeah and not only is it two full work days of time you could be working towards elevating yourself creating a new business you know working on your personal brand what have you you also are going out buying dinner buying drinks spending a lot of money uber you're, you're spending you're money spending too money. right yep. <laughs> so yep at one point in college i was like you know what if i work on some of these nights friday night saturday night yep. like one, I'm spending that seven, eight hours towards, you know, advancing my, my, my mm-hmm. resume. Yep. I'm yep. building soft skills because of my interpersonal react, uh, uh, relationships yep. with, with clients and with customers. And then also I'm making money along the way, right? All so right. I got three oh. wins opposed to, to yeah. three negatives. I get what you're saying you know? about the opposite. But like, yes. if, I'm shi- if, I'm, if I'm thrown onto a shift, then I can't say no to that, right? right? I'm going to go to work. Right. And so... That was so something you put that something I put else uh, in place. If I work on weekend right, nights, right. you know, I got it. I, it's easy for me to tell yep. my friends I got to work. Yeah. You yep. know, and so thinking of that same that same standpoint when it comes to our own personal lives, like what barriers can you put in place, or really assessing like the 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 pros versus cons of, of any given decision yeah. that you're making it's, and how it impacts your life. Yeah, you know, it's funny because you well you you don't know this i think you do some of it but um one of the reasons so when i started teaching um at the graduate level or at the undergrad level um one it was because i wanted to i've always wanted to teach and all that but when i when you were getting ready to graduate high school um that's when i was really like okay this is a good time for me to teach everybody that i talked to was like are you insane why when your son is getting ready to graduate high school going to college why would you fill space up with teaching you should be traveling you should be having fun you should be picking up a hobby and i was like i love teaching and i'm gonna make money are you crazy that makes sense to me why not fill my space with time to teach and do something i love and i'm going to be able to make money and i'm going to be able to give back no i'm not making a million dollars but i'll be able to give back it's not like it's the, you know a ton of money but i mean i'm able to give back and i'm learning along the way because i have fantastic students that you know bring all kinds of information my way that I didn't know or didn't or didn't have and I get to meet people from all different walks of life but everybody just thought I was crazy they couldn't understand the thinking but for me I was like there's not a hobby or enough travel in my life that I'm going to want to do to take that space I need to be doing something constructive that I like that I could potentially you know do use to enhance my life and could be lucrative like you know it's not just about teaching just to get that that income at that time this can turn into a number of other different income streams and avenues for me why why wouldn't i do it but people were just like are you crazy your son is gonna be grown and out of the house and x y z why would you why would you want to do that but they didn't understand my mindset and they didn't understand how i was thinking about it well let me ask you let me ask you this The, the people that were saying that to you are they would you say that career wise life-wise they're on the same level as you would you say that they are individuals on a level that you're trying to aspire to achieve or no i wish i could say that i think you know most of the people that were saying it were were just i think they were saying it from the perspective of 
they're in their lives, they're in their careers, and that's the way it should be. They should be, you should be in a career and doing that, and then, you know, I guess chilling the rest of the time. And I'm, I'm not, I don't fault that. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm yep. saying that's for them. I don't want to just be chilling watching Netflix in the evenings. Like that's fine sometimes, but I have other things that I want to do. I have other goals. You know, at the time I still, you know, I still feel like I'm young enough that there's a lot of things that I want to accomplish and do. And that's, that's one way to move me in the direction of other things that I want to do and accomplish. So they didn't understand it because they weren't thinking, you know, they weren't, I'm following my own dream. You know, they didn't have the same set of dreams or understanding that I had at the time. So all they could do is, is say, well, that's what you want for your life. I guess, you know, go for it. But, and, and, and from that same perspective, it's, it's very important for us to, to kind of evaluate and think about, you know, all the different voices that are coming from different oh, directions yeah. in our yeah. lives, right? Friends, family members, coworkers, general strangers that we yeah. talk to in the street. Yeah. Like, there's so many opinions that come towards yep. us on any yep. given day about the things that we're doing, the decisions we're making, and the choices that, or the direction that we're going to. That right. It's important for us to take a step back and think, is this person someone I'm aspiring to be like? Right, right. Is this person in a position or, you know, at a stamp, at somewhere in their lives that I'm aspiring to go towards? And if they, a lot of times for me, you know, I've realized I'm at a point in my life where if the answer is no, then I can hear it, but I, I don't really yeah. know if that's what I'm going to do. Right. Because, you know, I'm at a point professionally where I know where I want to go. Yeah. And I know what I'm trying to accomplish and if the decisions that i'm making and the choices i'm making you know the 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 opinions that i'm hearing if it isn't going towards that direction or from people or from people that are in that direction i'm going then i'll hear it i'll take it in but most likely you know they probably won't get the drive right like i hear very often where people are like you know you you work all the time you should work less or you know you you know you're so hard on yourself like you need to give yourself a break, and I'm like, mm. when I listen to, to when I listen to some of these motivational speeches, you know, right. or listen to you know videos from like Kobe Bryant or like Et Thomas or like Tom, uh, Tony Robbins or one of these people that talk about like you know really being disciplined, you know, really being focused on the way you're spending your time, really like I mean when when Kobe died a couple of months ago, I watched so many of his videos over and over again, and he just talked about hours and hours in the gym, right, like. And Al Iverson even talked about like how, you know, when they both got drafted, he was like, he hit up Kobe, they were both somewhere, and he was like, what you doing tonight? And he was like, I'm about to go to the he club, you trying to come? I remember that. And Kobe yeah. was like, nah, I'm going to the gym, yeah. right? Like, and when we look at his legacy, no one's faulting him from giving up those nights in the club. Right. No one's faulting him like, man, you spent hours and hours shooting in the gym or watching film, you became the great, the greatest ever, or a conversation of being one of the top three greatest ever. And when I look yeah. at you know myself and the sacrifices that I want to make, or the sacrifices I'm becoming willing to make, yeah. you know, no one's gonna be upset with, no one's gonna be like, oh poor Danny, right. you know, in ten years when I got hundreds of millions of dollars, <laughs> no one's gonna be like poor Danny when I'm on TV and I'm an right. icon for so many little right. black boys and girls right. that want to be great. Yeah. No one's gonna be like, oh poor him. He stopped going out or poor him, <laughs> you know, he, he spent up, he spent long hours working or, you know, he wasn't eating as much. Nah, nah, nah. People gonna be like, dang, how do I get there? And right. I'm going to tell these same stories yeah. about how, yeah. you know, nobody's going to say poor me when I got the it's bag. True. It's true. But the That's thing it. is, you know, it's important who you talk to. 
and who you listen to. And I think sometimes we get caught up in just talking to our friends and just talking yeah. to people we know. But you do have to be intentional about who you share your dreams and goals with because you know if if people are not moving in the same direction as you, you might hear. I don't, I don't agree start, with that though. I think you need to speak it outwardly. I think I, you know, every I single chance so. you get. You need to speak those positive affirmations into your life. Well, you need to you know, put that energy I, out there, regardless of who it. you're talking well, to. Well, this is this is how I see it, though. I, I see, I get your point, but I think it's about who you are and how you're grounded in yourself, because mm-hmm. you some of those influences might turn into negative de- talk, and they might deter you. Yeah, deter you. So I think that's it's really fair. about. That's fair. I think it's really about you. I think it's about you and where you are in your life. And can you hear that and keep moving? Then go forward. Tell whom, whomever you want. Maybe you'll inspire some people too. But if you're still kind of in this indecisive place and you're not sure where you're going next, then you might want to be careful and take care of your dreams and your goals and make sure that you're you're getting uh, input from people that feed that and not take away from it. So depends. It kind of yeah. depends. And I think it comes down to to us just really it, it become it comes down to being grounded. Yeah. Right? And your beliefs and yep. who you are and, you know, what what you want out of life yeah you know one 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 thing that people always look at is and this is from a career standpoint whether you know they're about to graduate from college whether they're entry-level professional mid-level professional even senior professional like do i choose happiness do i choose yeah. a passion do i choose yeah, I money yeah right yeah. i think and, it's, it's, yeah it's one of those decisions that people have you know, like you said, early on when they're starting their career. And I think sometimes people even revisit that at different points in their lives. And it's interesting because I had a conversation with my father recently where he's like, you know, I want to know more about, like, I don't know what you're doing now. Because I don't, honestly. I didn't I, used to know what you were doing. Yeah, I don't talk. I've, I've never. <laughs> so I've I know never a lot been, of people don't. Yeah, I've never been one to talk about my jobs with people. I just don't. I just never really have. So he's like, I don't know what you're doing now. I don't know. And even for you, like, I, you were my kid. Like, tell you for what? Just be glad we, we're eating. <laughs> we're living. We're living pretty good. So. I used to, I mean, there's times I used to say, oh, my mom is a consultant. Oh, my mom right. is just yeah. in the government. Yeah, like, I had, don't know. You had all these different ways. I didn't. I, every single you. time I would talk about your career, it was different because I didn't really, I, mean, I don't really know. I know, I know. And so my, my father just randomly recently said, you know, so what are you doing now? Like, what's, you know, what's your job? What's your career? So I was telling him about it. So he's like, you know, you've had all these jobs. You know, throughout your life, you had a, and to him, he's kind of frowned on it, you know, because, you know, he came from a generation where you, you know, you took a job, you stayed until you retired. Yeah. And so he's like, what are you doing? Now? So we were talking about it. And he said, so, so, so let me get this straight. You just jump around jobs and then kind of make the same money, but getting more responsibility. I was like, who told you that? <laughs> Why would I do that? And so he's like, so wait, you're making money every time you get a new job? I was like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. I've never had a job where I've made the same amount of money. I get more money, more benefits. And yeah, with that comes more responsibility, but he just didn't understand that. He didn't, he couldn't wrap his head around the fact that I was aggressively pursuing aspects of my career to have more, to, you know, do more, to, to acquire more. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just interesting that you, you know, you as a person, you have to figure out what you want for yourself. You have to figure out what you want to, to be, where you want to go and what steps that you want to take to get there. And, you know, because I haven't talked about, you know, different aspects of my career with people, they didn't know I'm always looking ahead at the next thing. I'm always trying to figure out what's next for me. Always, like always, even when I get a job or I take a new opportunity, I'm like, yep, what's next in a few? <laughs> it's so it's so funny you say that because 
I mean, at this point, I feel like it's weird to call myself a mentor, but I feel like I'm mentoring a yeah, bunch of, of college students, of young professionals. You like, it's, it's very interesting to think that. But are. I was talking to, to one young lady that was asking me, you know, about what's next in her career. And I was like, I was like, you can't be afraid from jumping jobs. I was like, my mom, <laughs> I was like, look, my mom only stays at a job for three to five years and she's out. She's making more money. Like, she's yeah. doing more, taking more responsibility to elevate her life. And I was like, that's why when... You know, I talk about her career or I look at her career from a, from from the lens that I have. That's why she, you know, has been, you know, one of the youngest executives in the federal government, you know, in her late 30s. That's why she's, you know, running cybersecurity for all the banks. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's only in her early 40s, probably yeah. making the big bag, right? Like, <laughs> like, that's why, because every step of the way you have, you know, you've looked to what's next for me. And, yeah. you know, I was telling her, I was like, once you get a certain amount out of your job, once you feel like you, you're either not learning anymore, you've plateaued, plateaued mm-hmm. then that's when you should move. Right, and you can't, absolutely. And you can't be, you can't, <laughs> if so many of us are afraid of the unknown or uncertainty or to take that first step that, you know, we hinder ourselves. And I'm like, you can't do that. Yeah, and I think it's really important. You, you said, you know, do you take a job for, um, you know, your, your passion? Is this what you want to do or do you do it for money? And, and you know my story. I, you know, I wanted to be a teacher. Yeah. The number one reason why I did not become an elementary school teacher is, was because of money. I mean, it wasn't like I was real jazzed about working with kids. You know what I mean? I was just kind of like, this will be okay. I can, I, can, I can accomplish this. I can do it. It wasn't that I had such a love for children. I knew that I had a gift and ability to teach young people. And I knew I could do that and I could do it well. But when I looked at how much I would make, I'm like... This is not going to work. So DCPS be paying though. So they're better names. Charter schools. You know, but you have to remember, this is like, this is in the 90s, early 90s. Early there, 90s was, yeah. there was no charter schools. So it was just DC public schools, PG County. What year did I go to Friendship? Area. I went to Friendship in the um, late 90s. Yeah, but they were still, they were still kind of new. Yeah. They were still kind of new. So I was really trying to figure out, do I really want to, charter schools pay much more now than they did I was like, do I really want to do this? I don't know. You know, I don't know that this is what I want. Because it wasn't just, see, here's the thing, though, for me. It wasn't just about the entry-level salary. It was, what does the salary look like in five years? Yeah. What does the salary the, look the like in The elevation, the projection. Exactly. And it was slow. Yeah. And so even if I would have been making a decent amount coming coming out of school and starting, you know, starting in that career, that trajectory, that, that was a slow uh, progression when it came to, in, you know, the income. And I was like, that's not going to work for me. So I started thinking about what else do I like? What else am I good at? And that's how I got into IT. And um, that, that's how I moved into information assurance and cybersecurity. But what I tell my students, because they ask me this all the time, we, we talk about, you know, doing what you want to do, you know, what your gut kind of tells you this is something you're good at versus taking a job for money. I, I always tell them, find a way to do both. Like, there's no reason why you should just take a job solely for money when you don't even know if you're good at it because you can naturally be setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to make much money in the coming years because you're not good at that thing. That's happened to so many people that I've worked with. I've seen my colleagues burn out and end up, you know, quitting a job and doing something completely different than they set out to do in cybersecurity because they just weren't good at it. It wasn't something that they really wanted to do. They were only doing it for the money. So I think it's, it's important to try to figure out a way to do both. And so to me, it, it comes down to a few different things, right? It, and it is, this goes back to assessing your life. Yeah. It comes down to what your long-term goals are. Right. It comes down to obviously like what makes you happy and what are you good at. Yeah. It comes down to who are you taking care of? Like what right. are your responsibilities? Right. right. Because for someone like me, both of my parents are in good health 
and they're doing well, they, they don't need my, my financial support. Not yet, no. <laughs> they, they don't need my financial support. We don't need I it. I also right. don't have kids, and right. I'm not married. So all I really got to take care of is me and all yeah. my bad habits, right? Like, yep. Yep. <laughs> versus yep. someone else that maybe, you know, my, at my same age or around my same age that may have to take care of their family, right. you know, may have, may have a kid or two, may have mm-hmm. to take care of other family members, right? Like, and may not be able to fall back on their family right. if, you know, something, something goes wrong or they have some type of, some type of issue. And so it comes yeah. down to looking at those things and saying, okay, given these factors, how can I now think about what I'm passionate about to, to what you said and like, what are the different industries that I can do that? Yep. Because you can be an event planner at a nonprofit and not make that much money. You could be an event planner, you know, for the government and get really good benefits, but maybe not as much money. You can be an event planner for a corporation, you know, really and well. do really well. Yeah, do really well. Or you can also be in the space where you're doing corporate resp- social responsibility yep. for a corporation you know, and doing like community events. And so really thinking about yeah. the lens of what That's you're passionate about right. and like how do you cross industries, yeah. you know, with that passion, yeah. you know, it, that comes down to another conversation that I had with, with another, another person that, that I'm mentoring. You know, she's really passionate about, she wants to do, you know, impact. You know, so many millennials and Gen Zers want to be in the social impact right, space, right? right? And everyone wants to start a nonprofit. I've said this before. And I'm like, there's so many, especially given all the social movements going on right now, there's so many corporations looking for young, innovative minds yep, that can help them, mm-hmm. help them, you know, attack some of these issues. They can help them relate to, you know, uh, people that are passionate about these uh, issues yeah. and, and want to be able to have someone that can help them tie to the community, right? Like, and if you can figure out how to do that from a corporate standpoint, because you, you know, you do need to support your family and because you don't have, you know, emergency funds or a family that can, you know, support you and you have student loans, like that makes more sense. And it also makes more sense from the standpoint of being able to, to jump from different career levels, because let's say you started a nonprofit making 40 K and you're trying to elevate it's going to be a lot slower versus you exactly. starting at a corporation or like a consulting firm and you start at around 65, 70 right. and right. then you jump to a nonprofit. But that's the, that's a, a really important aspect of deciding how to choose that path. Because just like I was saying about being a teacher, you know, right now teachers, you know, they, they do okay. But when I think about and kind of look at the, you know, the, the, the income progression, progression i was just like that's not for me it's too slow but someone like you said could could start a corporate job make much more money out of the gate you know and be able to say be able to invest do all those kinds of things and continue to progress and then they can make the shift and start their own nonprofit if they want to. and it doesn't take and it doesn't take it doesn't take my time and people that when it comes down to getting either other jobs or getting you know independent consulting contracts people will give you a little more credit if you worked in corporate America. Yeah. Oh yeah, they will. Because yes. they feel like you're used to that fast-paced life. They feel like you're used to yeah. to making money and to yeah. handling big business deals yeah. versus you working from a nonprofit. They'd be like, oh, you probably only managed the budget of whatever, right, whatever. Right. Or you probably didn't deal with you know, a lot of legal teams and a lot of, you didn't handle a lot of pressure and, and deal with a lot of client relations. And so yeah. those things matter, yeah. you know, when people look at the two different sides of what you can accomplish. Yeah. And, you know, I'm fortunate that I was able to start a nonprofit and go like the social impact route and kind of create, you know, different avenues for myself where yeah. I can now jump, 
you know, corporate and make a lot of money, right. I could still jump to, you know, a different type of social impact organization or philanthropic organization and make a lot of money. Or I can go the route of doing something on my own and make a lot of money. Right. right. But that's kind of how I cultivated my paths, you know, so that I could have those options. Yeah. And when it comes down to, to, you know, developing a career from a young professional standpoint, or even if you're a more senior professional, you know, looking to make a shift, it really takes you know, creating those assessments and yeah. really thinking deeply about how you can, tra- you know, transfer your skills across industries and across, um, you know, different platforms to yep. make that work for yourself. Yep. Yep. It, it really matters. And like you said, a, a great point is when you're doing that assessment and you look at where your career has taken you, you know, does it, does it make sense for you to do a shift and work independently and start your own business? Or do you need to, to make some adjustments and maybe work someplace else to yep. get to fine tune some of those skills? So you really need to like, one, look at where the industry is going, paying attention to your own personal habits, behaviors, and that sort of thing, paying attention to your own experiences and how they lend themselves to the things that you want to do. But what does the future look like for you? What do you want for yourself and and what what steps do you need to take and to i think it? that that you know this is a, that's a good tip before we end because i think that that wraps back up to you know the beginning of our conversation thinking about the two different administrations right. it's important to look at all aspects of you know the economy and how you can can navigate and yes. utilize different policies and different things that are happening to elevate yourself yeah, to because you. you know going back to what we were talking about with the trump versus biden thing you know, government policy, fiscal policy, you know, it, it, a lot, a lot of it depends on a lot of what you can do depend on those factors. Right. And not only does it depend on those factors, it also goes back to thinking about how other large corporations will utilize those policies. Because when you start something new, you can always get subcontractor agreements under large corporations to get grants. You got, you know, the government should, the way our government set up, there should always be transparency. So you can look at who's won certain bids. You can look at who's won certain contracts. And then understand that a lot of those large corporations need to allocate money to small businesses. They need to allocate money to minority businesses. They need to allocate money to female women run businesses. Yeah. And thinking about those 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 um, aspects is saying, okay, can I get a subcontract agreement from this company? Let me hit them up. Can I get a sub advisory agreement from this company because they need to be attached to one of these types of businesses? Let me look it up. Right. And all those different parameters kind of go into you know, everything we've talked about with yeah. running your life like a business, really elevating your career, really looking at all the different parameters of things that's happening in the economy around you and ultimately saying, I probably don't need to choose my passion or money and happiness because I can have both. You can have both. And one really important um, point is following where the money is going for these different administrations yeah. because that will help dictate where you might be able to get a piece of that pie. So... Got to think about how you want to feel, think about what you want to experience, and think about what you want in your life. And, you know, if you're willing to make the hard decisions to do that and to be your own truth teller, then the world is your oyster. Yep, sky's the limit. So that's our episode. We're done. Killed it again. Out. Boom. (laughs) We out.